WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071 Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Melissa Eaton. It's Wednesday, February 8, 2023. U.S. Representative for Illinois Mary Miller was not in attendance at last evening's State of the Union address. Miller, a Republican, cited President Joe Biden lying to the American people as a reason for not attending in a press release. Miller disagreed with Biden on issues like border security, inflation, and the recent response to China's alleged spying through a balloon. She invited retired Air Force Colonel Mark A. Hurley in her place, who retired for refusing a COVID-19 vaccine to criticize the mandate requiring the vaccine for military. Also in attendance and sitting next to First Lady Jill Biden were the parents of Tyree Nichols, a victim of a brutal police beating that led to his death. Sitting next to second gentleman Doug Emhoff was Ruth Cohen, a 92-year-old Holocaust survivor that has spoken against rising anti-Semitism. Ukrainian ambassador to the U.S. Oksana Markova was also in attendance. Other guests included Brandon Tsai, who disarmed a mass shooter in Monterey Park, California, during Lunar New Year celebrations, U2 singer Bono for his AIDS relief efforts, and Kate Foley of Rolling Meadows, Illinois, a high school student that is using her engineering classes to pursue a career in biomedical engineering. A district commander will be assigned to each of Champaign's four districts to handle quality of life concerns starting Monday. The district commander will be available for residents for a variety of topics such as traffic or safety concerns. This plan aims to put greater focus on specific parts of the city to be able to address all needs. City police say they do not recommend using the district commander to replace calling 911. On Monday, Governor J.B. Pritzker debuted the Megasites Development Program, an extension of the Rebuild Illinois project. The program utilizes a $40 million grant to incentivize investments in large development-ready areas. Pritzker says he believes these developments will help make Illinois more competitive in the clean energy and manufacturing sector. This is an opportunity for public and private developers to prep for large economic development projects. We're prioritizing underserved areas so we can make sure that Illinois workers see the impacts of these investments. Applications are open to local businesses, private entities, and nonprofits until April 6. Grants can range from $250,000 up to $5 million. The program requires that companies who receive state funding match the contributions dollar for dollar. Governor Pritzker said that the program is crucial to rebuilding the economic growth in the wake of COVID-19. Champaign is set to begin construction to allow the installation of fiber optic utility. Fiber optics help to transmit signals, much like the cables on telephone poles. However, fiber optics are thinner, more powerful, and less susceptible to severe weather than traditional cables. I3 Broadband will install the cables to work in two areas, both areas being bounded on the east by Prospect, on the north by Kirby, and on the south by Devonshire. One area will be bounded on the west by Prospect and the other by Park Haven. Once begun, construction is expected to last six to eight weeks. Yesterday, the Cannabis Regulation Oversight Office officially announced the commission of its disparity and availability study. 
The study will be conducted by the Nerevu Group, a minority and female-owned business out of Springfield, Illinois. Through the study, the office is hoping to gain insight into the accessibility and discrimination issues within the cannabis industry and the measures that need to be taken to address these issues. In a year, the final report will be submitted to the Governor and General Assembly as well as published online. To learn more, head to the website of the Illinois Cannabis Regulation and Oversight Officer. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Daniel Villarreal, Lily Salas, Becca Douglas, Laszlo Richard Toth, and Avery Bowen. Our science and technology editor is Husna Husseini. Our political editor is Avery Bowen, and our regional editor is Josie Alameda. Our deputy news director is Daniel Villarreal, and our news director is Madison Holcomb. For WPGU News, I'm Alyssa Eaton.